to today's episode of Dare to Believe. Today, I want to talk about this subject called the Foundation for Victorious Living. You know, everything that is built must be built on a solid foundation. The Bible tells us a story of two builders, one who wanted to have what he wanted, and he wanted it now, he wanted it quickly. And he went and he found the, the easiest place. It didn't require much work. It was a sandy piece of ground, and he began to dig into it, and he built the most beautiful house you could ever imagine. The foundation, however, was made of sand, and so it really didn't take him too long. But then there was another builder, the Bible says, and what he did was he found a place. It was on a little bit more of a rocky ground, but he found this, this hard place where, where there was stone underneath, and it was solid, and he had to work. I mean, back-breaking sweat to be able to dig a foundation that would build, that would hold his house. Now, his house may not have been as nice, or maybe it was when it was all finished, but that wasn't his concern. His concern was that it was going to be solid and strong. Well, the story goes that when the storms came, it came a rainy season. They had both finished their house. One had been enjoying it longer than the other. But in one night, in one moment, the storms came. And when the storms came, it was a bad storm. There was thunder and lightning and wind. And in the morning, when everything was said and done, there was only one house standing. There was one that remained and the other one fell to pieces. Can you guess which one that was? That was the house that was built on the sand. It crumbled underneath the weight of the storms, underneath the, the strong winds and the, 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 the gushing waters. It was not built to last. But you can imagine that the house, that it took a little bit more time. The foundation was a little harder. People may have criticized that he was taking such a difficult route. But the truth is, when the storm came, that house was built to last. You know, many of us are trying to move to a path of success by building on sandy ground, on, on a quick path. We want things here. We want it now. We want to be able to enjoy it. And there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting those things. But if we want to build something that's going to last for our lifetime, then the truth is that we've got to build something on a strong foundation. When we look around, we, we see all the things that people are doing, all the accomplishments. And sometimes we don't even know what it took for people to get there, but we know that we see that they've done it and we want to do it too. We want to feel important. We want to feel like we've contributed something to society. Well, there's a quick way to do it and then there is a, a right way to do it. The truth is you won't really know the difference because no one really gets to see the foundation once the house is built. All they do is they, they look at what they see. But what they don't see is what is underneath, what is holding it up. And there are many of us who are looking at individuals and all the things that they are accomplishing on the outside. But what we don't see is the foundation that they built their house on, that they built their success on, that they built their fame on. And we want it. But ultimately, if we watch, not everything that is built is built to last. But God has a plan. 
One of my favorite passages in the Bible is Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The fact is, God has a plan for each and every one of us. There is none of us that is insignificant. I know sometimes we can look around and see all the things that other people are doing and accomplishing. But it doesn't mean God doesn't have a plan for you. But the question is, will we give up doing it God's way or will we start to just follow what everyone else is doing? The truth is, if we're going to live a truly victorious life, then what we've got to do is start by building it on the right foundation. Henry Ward Beecher made this statement many years ago. He says, the strength of a man consists in finding out the way God is going and going that way. What he's simply trying to tell us is that if we truly want to find lasting success, lasting happiness in life, then what it means is that the best way to go is wherever God is leading. But I guess that's the challenge because there are many, many people who today have pushed God out of the window, have pushed God's leading out of our minds and out of our thoughts. We, we look at everything else. We, we think about everything else. But do we really take a note of the God factor? You probably hear me talk about how God has plans and how God is doing this and God is doing that. But let's be honest. We're living in a society where God kind of gets pushed to the side. Every, every now and then you'll hear people when they win an award or they do something great, they'll say thanks to God. Now for some, it might be that they've been following the path and now they're seeing the combination. But for most, it really is just something to say. But it hasn't necessarily been because they've been following God's path. Remember, each of us has natural gifts, talents, and abilities. And those can take us so far. It can take us to do amazing things. But ultimately, those things don't bring lasting happiness. If we truly want to experience the, 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 the greatness of God's joy that will take us throughout our whole life, then what we've got to do is figure out God's plan and direction. You see, these directions, they mean everything to us. Where, where God is, is leading us, Ultimately, it sets the standard for what it means to have true happiness because ultimately God is our creator. And if he's our creator, then he knows what's best for us. Just like when we buy a car, the creator of the car tells us, use diesel fuel or use unleaded fuel or use super unleaded, whatever it is that they tell us is what we should follow because if we don't follow it, and we follow the wrong instructions, we ultimately will damage that vehicle. Well, it works the same way for every created son and daughter of Adam and Eve. You see, God made us, and he made us to function in a special way with specific standards and rules that guide us and lead us. And when we follow those rules, it helps us in the path to true and lasting happiness. 
And when we turn aside and don't follow those rules, those rules ultimately, well, we, we might survive for a little bit, but ultimately those rules, breaking those rules, will cause for us to flounder and fail. It's like none of us would question whether or not we need to be obedient to the law of gravity. We can try to go to a tall building and walk off because we believe that we are supermen or superwomen. But the truth is, the law of gravity will naturally course correct. You may step off of a tall building and for a moment it will feel like you are flying, but gravity will ultimately bring that illusion to a swift end. For many of us, living a life without being obedient to what God has for us, might, we might feel like we're flying for a while, but ultimately, because we were God-made, then the rules that God has set up to help us as humans to be the very best that we can be, how he created to us, those will ultimately kick in. And if we haven't been following, then ultimately we will find that that joy that we were experiencing, that euphoria of the moment will give away to great sadness. The truth is, this probably has come about because of the mixed messages that we are getting as to who we are and where we came from. But the reality of it is, God declared in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, that in the beginning, it was God who stepped into the nothingness of this world and he spoke and it came to pass. The truth is God knows exactly who we are. And not only did he make this world that we came from, but in Genesis 1, verse 26 and 27, he said that he would make us in his own image. So God knows exactly who we are and what we were created to be. And so it challenges us to rethink exactly whose we are. Because when we know whose we are, we are able to choose to walk a path that is God-led. And when we follow God's path, we will realize that sometimes it may not have been the way we chose, but God is sitting there with a master plan for our lives. Paul describes it in a conversation he was having with a bunch of intellectuals who were looking at their accomplishments, who were looking at the things they were able to achieve in this world. And he wanted to bring them back to the stark reality that though you may have been able to accomplish some things in life, he says, for it is in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. As certain as our own poets have said, we are also his offspring. He's reminding us that we were God-made and that we were created by God. And the truth is, if we are looking for meaning and purpose and happiness, then the only way we will find that is by the one in whom we live and we move and we have our being, and that is God. We cannot push God to the side. Because without him, it's like walking blindly into the dark. We will make our way, but at some point, we will stumble. We will hit a wall. We will stub our toe because we are in darkness. One person describes it this way and says, God is a planner, a strategist. 
He, he is incredibly organized and has a definite pace, more like a marathon runner than a sprinter. He has our whole lives in mind, not just tomorrow. Remember, God is never late. So we should be patient and not try to hurry God. Isaiah 28, 16 tells us, He that believeth shall not make haste. Why? Because urgent matters are seldom urgent. You know, we want what we want now because somebody else has it, because we feel left out. But if we trust God to be in control, if we trust God to direct our lives, then we will realize that the rush that we are in doesn't necessarily need to be because God's timing may not be everybody else. Growing up, I used to love when my mom read me that story of the ugly duckling. And you know that swan, as the story ends up, was out of place because it was created different. And he wanted to be like the ducklings because he admired them so much, only to realize that he was created for such a grand and marvelous purpose and there was a beauty in him. I want you to know that if you will trust God, that God is planning to make you into something marvelous and great. It won't look like everybody else. It may not come in the same time as everybody else. You're not even a late bloomer. You're just on God's time. And so what God asks for you is to trust him with all of your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, but acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And this is the foundation for victorious living because sometimes storms will come in your life. Storms will cause you to question if you're going to be able to stand. But if you are built on the foundation that is God, if you are built on the foundation that was meant to last through all the storms of life, it doesn't mean you won't have hard times or disappointments or that you won't suffer failures. But the good thing is because you are built on a foundation of God, God will allow for you to get back up. God will allow for you to keep going. God will allow for you to keep moving forward. And you will realize that even though it might seem like you may not make it, God's plan will find itself to completion. The Bible says that he who has begun a good work in you shall see it through to the end. So remember, dare to believe and you will see that with God's foundation, there is hope where you are. God bless you.